Welcome to the Clear Cruise Podcast. My name is Andy Harmer. Thank you for listening to our latest episode. In fact, it's our first episode of 2024. So if it's not too late, Happy New Year. And we hope that the year ahead looks full of cruising opportunities. Well, my first guest in our first podcast of 2024 is Janet Parton. Now, Janet comes from the River Cruise segment where she worked for a number of years and before that in the Ocean Cruise segment. Well, Janet is back in Ocean Cruise working for Celestial. So our conversation was all about the changes and exciting opportunities that Celestial offers to the UK trade. Janet, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. It's been a long time since we've spoken, isn't it? I feel it like has. we just say Happy Christmas, Happy Easter, Happy New Year. It's been Let's that long. All, get them all done. But, and actually, I was thinking before we started speaking that the last time we spoke, you were probably still in the river cruise sector, but you have changed sector. So where are you now? I have. So I've left the wonderful world of rivers, which I absolutely adored. And I'm back in the big world of, of ocean cruising. So I've gone back to the oceans. Congratulations. Welcome back to the oceans. Thank you very much. So I am now at um, Celestial Cruises. So VP of Business Development for the UK, Europe and Australia. Fantastic. Congratulations. That's clearly a big role. Um, there'll be people listening who may not know Celestial Cruises very well. So why don't you tell us all about them? Absolutely. So Celestial Cruises, we are a, we're a small ship fleet. We have two ships and they are what we would call mid-sized ships. So they hold um, just over 1,200 passengers each. And our heartland is Greece. So we are a, a Greek destinational specialist. We really focus on Greece and the Eastern Med. But we are very much about destination, flexible travel, authentic experiences so what guests do off the ship is just as important to us as what they do on the ship and whilst we are you know specialists in that part of the world we've got lots of new announcements recently where we are actually broadening our, our portfolio into other parts of the world as well while still maintaining that that real authentic experience of what people get to do on on land and whilst not everyone listening may have heard of celestial cruises you've been around for a very long time but the ships the, the ships that you operate they're not as old as the company has been is that right no, that's right. So so in the last um, six months, we've actually gone undergone a complete fleet refresh, which, you know, I know it's two, two ships, but it's still a complete fleet refresh. So we um, we brought in Celestial Journey in September. And then in December um, 2023, we actually brought in uh, Celestial Discovery. And both of those have replaced um, older ships. So we now have, have two newer ships in our portfolio. Um, which will 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 both commence service in March this year, 2024. Um, Celestial Discovery, the newest of those ships, she's currently undergoing a, um, a multi-million pound um, refurbishment. Um, and so she'll be ready for the 2nd of March when she'll set sail with us for the first time. And being a Greek specialist, does that mean that that's reflected in the onboard experience in the look and feel of the ships? Or is, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it, there's elements of the ship which, um, in in terms of the onboard element, we, we have um, a fig and honey, which is a gelato and, and juice bar. We've got um, Sozo, which is a, a like our fitness and wellness retreat area. 
but we have um we have we have references and nods to greek heritage yeah. but you know we, we try not to make it that it's across everything that we yeah. do across the fleet you know ultimately we're sailing in the greek waters we're going to the greek destinations so so our guests are really experiencing the, the real authentic greece but we you know we need to be quite mindful that our ships do go to other destinations in the world as well so yeah. you know we can't be you know, throw, you know, have too much emphasis on that, on that Greek heritage, because, um, you know, as I say, we've now opened up the world um, to <laughs> celestial cruises. So, so 12 new destinations we, we're going to in 2024. So um, away from the Greek islands. So let me come back to that in a second. I just want to stay with the ships for a second. Mid-sized ships. Yeah. Who, who are you attract? What kind of nationality experience is it like on board? It's a really diverse, eclectic mix on board. So we're a global company. We sell in, in, all markets around the world. So we have um, quite a, a, a big market from um, the USA and Canada that come in, uh, what we call our home markets. So Greece, Turkey, the Balkans is a big part of our business, France, Spain, um, Australia, and the UK. So it's it's really diverse. In terms of who our cruisers appeal to, mm. it, it again, it's really broad. It's 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 really open to the masses. It's it's about people that want enriching experiences, whether they want to travel alone or with their family or in with friends groups, people that like cultural exploration with their sure excursion program. And it lends itself to people that want flexibility. So we have different durations of our cruises. So someone can travel for three or four nights on one of our cruises, or they can go seven night plus. So that really appeals to to a different audience as well. So it's, it's really varied, not not an easy one to answer. <laughs> and, and I've sailed with Celestial, and I'm lucky enough to have sailed with Celestial. And what I loved is that you visited some of those really unknown islands as well as those hero destinations. And is that something that you'll continue? Yes, yes. It's, re it's really important to have those as you say, hero destinations in the itineraries, you know, they are real Mykonos, Santorini, etc. They're real pools for people, but it's really important for us that we do go to some of the lesser known destinations, the smaller islands that, that some of the other bigger cruise lines can't get to. What we tend to try and try and do is stay longer in port as well. So we'll, we'll try and do late nights. So when you are in Mykonos or Santorini, you you get to stay much, much later. So you can actually enjoy sunset and you can enjoy dinner and you're not having to rush back and, and get back onto the ship. So so whilst those hero ports are really important, mm. we do try and elongate the days of the guests so that they're actually in port much longer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, certainly the smaller destinations are, are, are key to us. And we're replicating that with the other itineraries that we're bringing out, which are outside of, of the core Greek product. So tell us about those destinations, because that was a recent uh, announcement. Is this on the newer ship that's joining this year, or is it or is it on both of them, or how's, how is it working? So, so we've got two new, um, as I said, sorry, we've got 12 new destinations that we've launched for 2024. Um, six of those are in our new in our new heavenly Adriatic program. So this is a cruise that will set sail from Athens and it will go to Kefalonia, which is new for us, Corfu, Katakolon, Dubrovnik, Kator, and Bari in Italy. So that's a wow. new a new itinerary, new destinations going up into the Adriatic. That will start in we have one sailing for that in March this year. And then in 2025, we'll have 11 rotations of that cruise. And they all start out of Athens still. That's Athens, yes. Yeah. And then the other new news is we've got another six 
new destinations which form part of our new um, winter deployment which means that we are now operating year-round, which we weren't before. So the new winter deployment will take us down to the Persian Gulf, and that will be home port and out of Doha. So we're really excited about this. We'll be sailing from Doha, and we'll be taking in Bahrain, Dubai, which will be an overnight in Dubai, Kassab for Oman, Sabaniyas, Abu Dhabi, and back to um, Doha again. And that's a really big change for you. And is that driven by what customers have asked for? Is or is that because you've got these fabulous newer ships? It's all of that. So <laughs> it's it is a it is a huge change for us. Um we prior to this decision, we didn't have a winter program, we didn't have a winter deployment. So the ships finished in in December. And then you would have a period of, of a few months where the ships weren't sailing before they came back into service in March the following year. So, you know, it makes perfect sense to have a to have yeah. a winter deployment. Um, there's real focus within the business to increase our presence. And it makes perfect sense to use one of the ships, which is Journey, which is now a she's you know, she's got a, a roof um, which we can open and close. So it's perfect for winter sailings. So utilizing those ships and yeah. going to destinations which are new, but also stay within our ethos of that, you know, the experience, experiential piece was really important to us. So yeah, the timing was right. The investment was there. Travel agents have asked us for it. Customers have asked us for uh, asked us for this winter deployment and they want to go somewhere different. They might sail with us to one of our core products in the summer, but then they wanted another option for the winter. Given that you've been in cruise for a fairly long time how difficult really? is it <laughs> i'm being polite how do mind you i'm the same how difficult is it to kind of promote a brand that not everybody has heard of but a fairly you know a small fleet only two ships as you say a destination that's fairly specific what what challenges has that brought you know it, it is a challenge but we've the business is heavily invested in the uk you know, we, we see, all, see real potential in the UK market. And, and I think, you know, we, without that investment, it would, be, it would be a much, much tougher job. But, you know, I think we've done a lot in the last sort of three to four months about raising our brand awareness, really building on our trade partnerships. We're, we're investing heavily in our, in our teams, our commercial, our brand, our trade teams. We're he investing heavily in really building the brand awareness in the UK. So, you know, we're, we're doing that because the, the, the company really sees potential in the UK. So it doesn't come without its challenges. It's, it, is, it's, it is hard work, but we've got great agent relationships. All of this new news about deployment and the enhancement in the fleet, it really just goes to re-emphasize our commitment to the UK market. And, and hopefully, you know, our trade partners, both new and ones that we're trying to bring on board, we'll, we'll see the, you know, the investment that we're trying to make into the UK. But but working with you, you know, working with Clear, it's really important that, you know, we we, we work with you to really um, showcase what we can offer to the trade. Well, it's a great product. And I say that with confidence in having sailed on there only last year. And I think you have some very exciting itineraries. So um, we wish you well here. How's it going internationally? Because that's a bit of a change for you. You were in Australia, I think, last year. And are they yeah. very different to the UK? No. <laughs> no. You know what? It was really interesting going to Australia. It, it was a real eye opener, and and there is so much potential in Australia. And you know, Australia and the UK are two markets that we've really identified as having huge potential for, for celestial. So, um, I'm really excited about about what the opportunity lies um, ahead down in down under. 
And um, yeah, I'm trying to polish up on some of my European languages. I'm in Spain next week, so I need to start oh. practicing my Spanish and, you know, not that I can say very much. I think I can say, I can, can I have two beers, please? But, um, you know, <laughs> it's, a start. it's been exciting. It's a start. Duolingo is always there if you need help with sort of picking up exactly. some key phrases. Yeah, um, Google Translate. Thank you so much for your time. Listen, good luck. We wish you well with your plans. It's exciting times, clearly, at the company. Um, agents can find you in the usual way through your website. And your yeah, exactly. So thank you yeah. for making time to talk to us. We wish you well for the year ahead. And, um, and we look forward to seeing more of the product. Thank you. Thanks, Andy. And that's just about all we have time for in this episode of the Clear Cruise podcast. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Uh, thank you to Janet, who was our first guest of 2024. You can, of course, listen back to all of our previous podcasts via our website at cruising.org, where you'll also find a whole range of information, resources, and learning. Thank you for listening. We'll see you again very soon.